Today on The Girl Defined Show, I'm going to share with you eight reasons why I am not a feminist. And I know the outcries will be, feminism just believes that men and women should have equal rights. Yeah, right. Hold up. I mean, we can all see that abortion is one of the cries of women today, that we need to have autonomy over our bodies and we need to have the right to kill our babies. I mean, that is pretty much the anthem. And there is so much more that is going into modern feminism. And I believe that we need to reject it because truly, Modern culture, modern Americans and many in the world can't even tell us what the meaning of a woman is. They can't even tell us the meaning of a man. Everything has been so chopped up, so messed up. We are straying further and further and further from the creator's design and things are messed up as a result. So I reject it wholeheartedly. I reject feminism. And I'm going to share with you eight reasons why I think you should as well. What's up, y'all? It's Bethany here today, and I am so excited to jump into this episode with you. We are going to be focusing a lot on really God's incredible design for us as women and for men, and how His design really is for our best, and how the more we have strayed from that, the more we have rejected God, the absolute like <laughs> insanity has followed, and things have just gotten crazy. I mean, it only takes one look on the news. It only takes one look, you know, at a, a, a modern podcast to see things are absolutely insane. And we need to get back to truth. We need to get back to sanity. We need to get back to what the creator originally designed for humanity. Um, and the way I'm going to do that is I'm going to share with you eight reasons I am not a feminist. And really, all of those reasons truly are rooted in scripture. And, you know, the world doesn't much of the world doesn't believe in the true God. And so they're going to reject him. But we know that he is our creator. We know that he is our designer. And so it is the wisest. It is the smartest. It is the absolute best thing to do to go to the creator and say, why did you make me? Why did you make men? Why did you make families? Why did you make marriage? Why did you create gender? Instead of looking within or looking to even experts, we need to say, they're not the creator. They're not the designer. There is a one true living God who is the original creator, the original designer, and he actually has a lot to say. So just common sense perspective, go to the creator, go to the designer, and that's what we're going to do. And this message is so timely because we are starting a movement here at Girl Defined. We've started it a long time ago when we released our first book, Girl Defined, God's Radical Design for Beauty, Femininity, and Identity, really striving to help you understand what does it mean to be a woman in this modern day? How can I embrace biblical womanhood and really live out God's good design for me? And we wrote an entire book on that, Kristen and I did, unpacking God's incredible design. And I look in that book and I'm like, wow, this is controversial, you know? This is not accepted in mainstream culture, but this is so needed. So I encourage you to grab a copy of Girl Define God's Radical Design for Beauty, Femininity, and Identity. It comes with a free study guide. If you are needing like a book to do, a book study to do with your women's group or a college group, or you want to um, mentor someone else, like digging into Girl Defined will be life-changing. So I encourage you, go to girldefined.com slash shop, or just go wherever books are sold. You can literally get it anywhere in the world. It's translated into German and Spanish, and you can enjoy that book and, and really um, surround yourself with other women who want to you know, chase after God's design. So that is like <laughs> unnecessary for a deep dive. But we are actually continuing that movement of biblical womanhood and getting back to God's design, we are releasing an incredible line of new shirts that are hearkening to God's design. So one of my favorites, it's this amazing long sleeve black tee, and it says, Reclaiming Womanhood. 
reclaiming womanhood. It's absolutely adorable. And it's just a reminder that it's not the, like the culture is not allowed to say what makes a woman a woman. God does. We are saying we are reclaiming womanhood by going back to God's design. I'm so excited about that shirt um, and the others like it. Just standing boldly and saying, I'm not ashamed that God is my designer. I'm not ashamed of biblical womanhood. I'm not ashamed of God's good design for men and women and the differences that are there. I stand boldly on the truth of God's word and I am not giving into the chaos of culture anymore. So if you want to check out those shirts, they officially release September 28th. Um, but I really encourage you to support the movement, get behind the movement of reclaiming God's amazing design for womanhood. Um, you can just go to our shop, girldefined.com slash shop, and check those shirts out and some of the other great books and resources we have to really equip you in your journey of becoming a woman who defines her identity in Christ and not according to culture. Okay, so if you're familiar with our ministry, Girl Defy Ministries, um, you know, I'm Bethany and I am one of the sisters who founded this. So my older sister, Kristen, and I, we started Girl Defy Ministries, gosh, like eight years ago now. And the entire purpose of Girl Defy Ministries was to help modern women get back to God's good design for womanhood. And I'm telling you that when we started Girl Defined, you know, eight, nine years ago, we had no idea the cultural battles that would play out. We had no idea the absolute insanity that would take place just with everything happening, even, you know, with just literally men and women having no idea what it means to be a man or woman and uh, sadly removing body parts and chopping body parts up and adding body parts on and just thinking we can define ourselves and hoping to find happiness within that. It's very, very sad. We had no idea all of this would be happening. And it's just amazing how God God knew. And he knew that we as Christian women would need to link arms together um, because it would be hard. It would be hard to stand for truth. And so that's what Girl Defined Ministries is all about. It's about linking arms so that we can practically live out God's incredible design for womanhood. And, you know, here at Girl Defined Ministries, we don't believe that feminine is the answer to our womanhood questions. You know, figuring out what does it mean to be a woman? Who is our designer? We don't look to feminism. We don't look to modern feminist leaders. We don't look to um, those <laughs> modern women who are saying, this is what it means to be a woman. This is where equality is found because we know that their source isn't God's word. And so their answers ultimately are going to be faulty. Um, so, does feminism, has feminism done some good over the years? Yes, but by and large, it truly has left women more confused and unfulfilled than ever before. It only takes one glance out in culture to realize, and you know, just like I said, glancing on social media to realize women are not more satisfied. Women are not happy, even though with all this fight for independence, we are left more confused. And truly, we've come to the point where we don't even know what it means to be a woman. We're literally murdering the babies in, within our womb and being, you know, chanted and celebrated for that. Um, things are just messed up. And I think it's because whenever you try to define the creature apart from the creator, you end up with problems. And feminism is an entire belief system and worldview built by women in an attempt to re- define womanhood. Instead of going back to scripture, instead of going back to who God says we are, that he already says we are equally valuable with men and purposely different and that we are made in his image and that we have 100% worth and value in him, we've tried to redefine where worth and value comes from or feminism has. Now, you know, if feminism 
didn't believe that and they believe something entirely different, we might be able to get behind them. And actually, one of my really good friends, she's an author and speaker, and she has a great podcast. Her name's Erin Davis. Um, she says this about feminism. If feminism is simply the advocacy for women's rights based on the idea that we are equal to men, I'm a believer. In truth, though, feminism is the radical idea that women are God, capable of being their own authorities. And that has never been more true. You know, women are the boss. Women are put me first. Um, women are, it's, it's all about you, 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 you are number one. And that is what it means to be a woman. And we really have become our own gods and we define ourselves. We define what makes us valuable. We just, we define what our womanhood is and we are, we are it. You know, we literally worship ourselves and man or woman. We know that we were not made for self-worship. We were made for God worship. We were made to find satisfaction and completeness and identity in our creator and in our savior. And if you are like, well, you're not, you're not giving feminism, um, a fair, a fair shot. So Merriam Webster, this is what they had to say about feminism. What is the exact definition of a feminist? And they say, the belief that women and men should have equal rights and opportunities. And that is the modern definition. But when you look out and you look at what feminists are actually and actively fighting for, um, I think that we can all agree that it's not just to have equal rights with men, but to truly be the gods of our lives and to have complete autonomy, not only over our own bodies, but the babies we carry within our womb, to have the ability to say who is a woman and who is not a woman, to say, yeah, that man over there, he can be a woman. Now he's a woman. He can actually be woman of the year. Um, Oh, her, yeah, she can actually be a man. Um, and that's not something that just feminists are doing. That's something that people are doing overall. Feminism is very complicated and very, um, you know, it's just very independent. And I can see from the world's point of view why that's great. But from a Christian point of view, we can see that we were not made to thrive that way. I mean, one of my favorite examples, I heard Tim Keller share it, is about a fish. You know, fish says, I want freedom. I want to experience the world. I want all the good that it has to offer. And so it says, I want to go into the land and the dry land because that's the great big world out there. And what happens as soon as it leaves the the, the ocean, the river, wherever it is, the tank, it dies because it was not created to thrive in that environment. And the same goes for us as humans. God created boundaries. He created structure. He created order. And we are trying to reject that and say, no, we know best. But we're just like that fish outside of water. We leave that and we struggle and we ultimately die. And in the end, if we have totally rejected God, we live a suffering eternal existence apart from Him. And that is not what we want. I want better for you. Kristen wants better for you. Girl Define wants better for you. And that's why I'm jumping into this, because we don't need feminism to define who we are as women. God's original definition is totally and completely sufficient. And at the end of the day, God's definition for us as humans is that we are image bearers. We are made in the image of God, man and woman. He created them male and female, equally valuable, but purposely different. But we are image bearers of God. That is one of the most important things about us. And we can say also that 
if we trust in Christ as our Savior, then we are His child. We are adopted in his, into His family. We have taken on a new identity, and now we live for Him. We take on, um, you know, His name, His purpose for us, His reason for our existence, and it's not about us. And so, at the bo- <laughs> at the like the bottom line is that life isn't about us. It's ultimately about our Savior and finding eternal satisfaction and pleasures forevermore in Him, in a deep, intimate relationship with Him. And at the end of the day, feminism rejects that altogether. So it's no wonder that the they keep spinning and turning and having different waves of of, you know, and movements because we're always looking for something more because in reality it's just not working. So here are eight reasons why I am not a feminist and why I don't think you should be a feminist as well. Number 1, you become your own god. First reason I'm not a feminist is because you become your own god. And it doesn't matter how much you airbrush feminism, this religion truly has created its own definition for womanhood. Instead of looking to God's word for answers about female identity, feminist women decided to become their own gods, defining womanhood on their own terms apart from the creator. I mean, 100% that's what they're doing. If you just read one chapter in any mainstream secular feminist book, you will see this underlying theme on every page. You define who you are as a woman, or you are number one, no one comes before you. And we know that we as Christian women are to worship no other God, but the one true living God. We are not to worship ourselves. We are not to look within us for our own identity and autonomy. We are to look to Christ for identity. We are to look to him for our dependence. We are to die to ourselves. And that is ultimately where true life is found. God created us with purpose and intention, and there is a way to thrive within his design. The second reason I am not a feminist is because sexual liberation is really praised. And, you know, believe it or not, there used to be a percentage of feminist women back in the day who were appalled and totally opposed to pornography, but not anymore. Recent waves of feminism have completely switched gears and are now fully embracing sexual liberation, you know, really exploiting ourselves and other women, truly. And so now, sadly, stripping for the public, posing naked, swimming topless, um, swimming, you know, totally nude are no longer considered objectifying, but liberating. And, you know, I mean, look at the Kardashians, look at um, any major Hollywood star, um, obviously all of Victoria's Secret, um, even the porn industry in general. It's not just men exploiting women. We as women, many are saying, yeah, I'm, I may not even be a celebrity. I may not even be on TV, but I'm willing to take my, to my own social media to show off my boobs, to show off my butt and completely sexualize myself and say, this is empowering. It's empowering to be a woman who just throws off all of her clothes and shows it off to the world. I mean, really? That's what it means to be a woman, to objectify myself and to call it liberating? I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. We say, we don't, we are more than our bodies. We have more, you know, we have more to offer. We are so much more than our boobs and our butt and our sexuality. Like we are women with brains and, and all of that. But then we go and we literally continue to portray ourselves as we are, as though we are nothing but the, 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 you know, the curves and, and, you know, we, we use that to try to enhance our platform. And then we say it's so liberating. I mean, to me, it's just sad to see how far we as women have come in objectifying ourselves as a female group. You know, it's, it's so sad that we are just continuing to do this to ourselves. Um, and so we know that 
God created us as sexual beings. You know, Kristen and I unpack this fully in our book, Sex, Purity, and the Longings of a Girl's Heart, Discovering the Beauty. I'm not discovering. <laughs> That's girl defined. Sex, purity, and the lover, uh, sex, purity, and the longings of a girl's heart. Um, it's all about understanding God's good design for sex, God's good design for sexuality, and really understanding, you know, his purpose for sex, for intimacy, for nudity, um, cause there is a good place for it. And it's not to flaunt it on social media for everyone to see. Flaunting your body is not empowering. It's actually the opposite. Um, and so I encourage you to check out sex, purity, and the longings of a girl's heart to really take a deep dive into this topic and to understand understand that God did not create our our bodies to be just consumed and to be used as objects to try to prop us up prop us up and gain queen status and boss status and all of that. God created our bodies to be beautiful and intimate and uh curvaceous and uh you know different from the man um in such a beautiful way but not for the consumption of every random stranger on the internet. Um, there is a good place for nudity and that's within marriage, within the marriage covenant. Uh, but it's not, it's, it's, it's not Instagram, TikTok. That's not the place for it. Um, so I just really encourage you to take a deep dive in a sex period and longings of a girl's heart on that. The third point I'm not a feminist is because truly as much as they say that they value all lives and that they are the ones who are so compassionate, um, a woman's right to choose all of that. It's complete. It's a complete lie. I mean, this is just one, one, one big, big, big fat lie. Abortion, they say is a right for all women. And feminists truly have decided to play God by choosing which lives are valuable and which lives aren't. Because if a human being is younger than a certain age, feminists have claimed the right to determine whether that human should live or die. And this is absolutely horrific. We did an entire episode on abortion. We had a great interview. You can go look through the archives. We have so many incredible episodes on all these topics that I'm just skimming over right now. Um, but that's a huge one. Feminists are some of the forefront fighters for abortion and for they you know package it in these cutesy terms like a woman's right to choose it's just about a woman like no there is a living human life a baby inside and because it's not wanted and because it's not at a certain um stage and age we say that it's okay to kill it and to murder it and and that's viewed as the compassionate state uh, and we know that's completely not true God says that he knits every one of us together in our mother's womb and life should be left up to God. The, the choice to live, you know, to, to bring life in and, and to take life out. That is completely and should be in the hands of creator, the creator and not humans. And so it's sad to me and horrific that feminism has really made that abortion, the one of the pillars of the modern movement. The fourth reason that I am not a feminist is because male leadership and really male maleness is despised. I mean, let's just be honest. Feminism hasn't exactly been open, an open fan of male leadership. Feminism is so focused on telling women how to be strong, empowered, and brave that they've kind of forgotten how to be, you know, supporters of men as well. We want men to support us and to say, you know, yes, 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 women are just amazing. And we kind of want men to just be like dogs and grovel and like move out of the way for us and and just like serve us. Um, and so, a result, as a result, you know, feminism has produced really a line of females that disdain male leadership in every way, shape, and form. And instead of encouraging male leadership, we squash it. And I think that male leadership, male um, servant leadership, as the Bible describes it in a marriage, um, 
is such a beautiful thing. I mean, I'll just say it out loud. I love when a man treats me with respect. I find it um, attractive when, you know, my husband opens my car door, not because I'm weak and I can't do it, but because he's showing me respect and care. And it's ridiculous to me that simple acts of chivalry are literally viewed as toxic masculinity and as degrading to women today. I mean, I am sorry for all of the women out there that have had such bad experiences with men that they can't even appreciate a simple act of chivalry. And you know, the fact that we can't appreciate a man who stands up and fights for a woman or defends a woman um, is just sad. And clearly we see in scripture that men and women are different and that, I mean, just the physical structure alone points to a deeper meaning. Hate hate that I say that or not, but it's true. Um, we talked all about this when we unpacked the whole episode on Leah Thomas, um, the swimmer, And we unpacked the specific distinctions, you know, just literal scientific distinctions between men and women and how we are not the same and will never be the same and how there can be beauty in that. And instead of embracing the beauty in in the differences of male and female, we've fought against them to where we literally despise a man who stands up for women. We despise a man who uh, wants to protect and provide for women. And that is just so sad to me. The fifth reason that I am not a feminist is because truly women are told that they are better than men. I mean, feminism is not no longer a fight to simply say that we want to be equal with men, even though that's technically what the definition says. It's a fight to prove that we are better and that we deserve more and that men are beneath us. I mean, the way women talk about their husbands, the way women talk about their boyfriends, the way women uh, constantly portray themselves as the victims. You know, if there is a, I was just listening to a story about um, two people who equally committed affair, an affair together, and it was uh, mutually, they're both adults, and they committed this affair, but the woman is portraying herself as the victim. And everyone's like, yes, you were the victim. And it's like, we can't even take responsibility for our own choices and wrongdoing. We literally, it's like, it's just absolutely ridiculous how we will do whatever it takes to portray ourselves as better than men. Even though we're saying we want to be strong, we are we are all this, then we go into this like weak mode where we, uh, it's just so, so, so ridiculous. Um, you know, the truth is, is that men and women are equally valuable, but purposely different. And I think that's where feminism gets held up. They do not like the purposely different. Um, and so they are doing whatever they can to put men beneath us. And they're doing whatever it takes to say, no, we're not only equal, women are better. And I'm just not on board with that. The sixth reason I'm not a feminist, and this one you may not like very much, but it's this, it's that homemaking, traditional values of motherhood, of being a wife, they aren't valued homemaking is not valued. And it's crazy because homemaking used to actually be a popular career track for young women, but it's not anymore. I mean, feminism has successfully redefined what it means to be a successful woman in the 21st century. And guess what? Female success isn't found in the home anymore. It's found in the marketplace. If you want to be praised by our modern culture, you better be outside of your home doing anything but homemaking and raising a family. And that's truly the underlying attitude that is popular and pushed in our culture today. And to me, that's so sad. I love to see women who desire to be wives, who desire to be moms. I mean, that is one of the most influential roles, influential jobs in the world to shape the next generation, to have a literal impact on the next generation of leaders and 
um, you know, people that are going to be running this world, like that is absolutely amazing. And it's sad to me how feminists, feminists just do not value that. Yes, it's okay to have other people raise your kids, but you better just not do it. You know, it's just ridiculous. And I, I love to see women who are, especially Christian women who are being bold and unashamed and saying like, I love being a mom. I love being a wife. I desire that. Um, Kristen and I just did an episode all on that. Um, we talked all about how motherhood has changed our priorities in ministry. And that's a great episode if you want a deep dive into motherhood and just its purpose and the value and the beauty that God created women to specifically fulfill in that function. The seventh reason that I am not a feminist is because unique gender differences are ignored. (laughs) I think we can all agree with this. (laughs) Unique gender differences are definitely ignored. I mean, one glance at Genesis will reveal the God of the universe hard at work creating a human race to deflect his divine image. And this heavenly picture includes a male and a female, each reflecting different parts of God's character and nature. All of this for the purpose of glorifying God and pointing to the forthcoming gospel. It's all about our creator. And feminism strives to erase all of that beauty. Males and females are no longer different, but the same. Gender roles are erased and we are left to redefine our genders according to our own desires. And we've seen how sad this has become. I mean, everything to do with LGBTQ and the whole trans movement, it's just left young people truly confused and disturbed and just struggling and uh, making lifelong decisions that they literally cannot reverse. And we're just, you know, as a culture, chanting and cheering it on. You want to chop off your breasts? Go for it. You want to chop off, um, you know, for men, you want to chop off your body parts? Go for it. You want to sew body parts on? Go for it. You want to take these hormones that will have lifelong lasting impacts? Go for it. Because you are the God of what you want. And, and there's really no difference. It's all about the inside. It's all about just who you feel you are. Because really, gender is just a social, social construct. There really is male female. What is that? It's all what you want. I mean, it is just so sad how we are, who, how culture is pushing that and feminism is at the forefront of that. And the last reason I am not a feminist is because the victim mentality is encouraged. I alluded to this earlier. Um, and I think that it's crazy how you know, feminisms want to be so strong and tough and we got this, but then the victim mentality is encouraged like crazy. Um, and just to put it out there, I, like, I think it's ridiculous how many like famous celebrities who have so much money, so much wealth, they're some of the biggest criers of like, I am so victimized. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, uh, so have women been victims of male sin? Of course, are all women genuine victims of male sin? Absolutely not. But sadly, feminism has gained a lot of acceptance and popularity by encouraging women to believe that we are all victims of something. And it's just, you know, it, it, it's just absolutely ridiculous. This, the tiny, um, little arguments that, that go into that, um, and how women continue to want to be strong, but then complain 24-7 about how we are disadvantaged and how we don't we don't have the space we need to truly thrive. I mean, I'm so inspired by women who just say, forget that. 
I know what I can accomplish. I know what I can do. And I'm not going to continue to live in this state of victimhood. I'm going to go out there and make it happen and get it done. And those women are so inspiring. Even if I don't agree with a lot of what they have to say, I think it's so awesome to for, for women to just say, hey, doesn't matter. Like I, I don't care what these other women are saying. I'm just going for, going for it. And I, I like, I'm not going to live in this victim mentality. Like there's so much awesome life to be had and I'm going to go for it. Um, so. That's what I would love to see more of. Um, you know, even if it's, even if it's not, um, for the glory of God, I just wish women would stop complaining and whining and, uh, you know, constantly taking the, the victim post, just like, like I described with that affair. It's like, okay, you know, um, two people are equally at fault here, but women, oh no you know, it it was him. It was all him. And I, and then we all sit there. Yes, you boy thing. It's so, so, so ridiculous. So I am not about, you know, encouraging women to live in that victim mentality, supporting true victims who have been genuinely hurt by male sin or any sin. Yes. But women overall being victims, absolutely not. So those are just eight simple reasons why I am not a feminist. Um, obviously, there's many more, and those I flew over and could barely say anything about each one of them, or else this podcast would be like an eight-part series, which maybe it needs to be. Um, but like I said, grab a copy of Girl Defined, our book, God's Radical Design for Beauty, Femininity, and Identity, because that book will blow your mind, and it will take a deep dive into each one of these topics, and you are going to be changed forever. Definitely do it with a group of girlfriends. If you can, or a mentor, just do it with someone because it has a free study guide. Um, I just want to leave you with this, you know, just to encourage you to remember that God's design for womanhood encourages females to be smart, to be wise, to be strong, to be industrious and brave. But we're not called to do those things for our own self. We are called to do those things for God's glory. And that is the biggest difference between biblical womanhood and feminism. And I just want you to know that the more you start living according to God's beautiful design, the more you start living for His glory and not your own, the more you find your identity in Him, the more you find your, really, your, your life within Him, the more happier, the more fulfilled, the more content, the more joy-filled, and the more secure and brave you will be as a woman. That's where those qualities are found, in Christ, not within yourself. And so I just want to know, I want you to leave, leave you with this question. Do you define your womanhood according to God's word or according to feminism's definition? And if you can't answer that question according to God's word, it's time to take a step back and it's time to really genuinely research what God says about women, not just what other people have told you what he says, but what he says about women, what he says about men, what he says about your purpose. Now, our book, Girl Define God's Radical Design for Beauty, Femininity, and Identity, isn't God's word, but we have a ton of scripture in there and we point you in the right direction. So that would be a great place to start. And if you enjoyed this, please leave us a five-star review. That would be absolutely amazing. Um, these conversations are not popular amongst culture. They are not popular amongst modern women, and they're hard to have. And we want to continue to be bold. We want to continue to be brave. And your five-star reviews just remind us that you appreciate this and that you support what we're doing here at Girl Defined. So go ahead, click that five-star review, and I will see you in the next episode.